Um, Rick, um, sorry, buddy. Um, you're out of laundry detergent again. Here it comes, right on time. It's another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. Small Town Scuttlebutt is the show where we find out what the people have to say. Traffic lights that are time wrong makes my 109 way long. CVS receipts are wasteful. Facebook posts that are not tasteful. Small Town Scuttlebutt. That is Rick, he's a daddy, wrote those posts that drove you mad. I am Mike, I work with kids, I do the things you wish you did. Rick does stand-up, stays at home. Mike, you're a nerd, you live alone. Wilbo tell you how to live, so much advice we have to give. We made this podcast just for you. Here is Rick Fink Jr. and Mike Page. <clears throat> and, and Kathy, Kathy Ferris. Ferris. All right, it's another week of Small Town Scuttlebutt. I'm your host, Rick Fink Jr., and I'm sitting in my basement next to this mummified head with sunglasses on it, and uh, Kathy Ferris to my left, Mike Page to my straight ahead. Nailed it. <laughs> yep, and, um, you know, other one thing, I did, as I described this office, I didn't tell people is that the uh, ceiling is made out of a weed guard fabric. Yeah, this is an office in the same way as Tom Hanks' uh, workspace is in Joe versus the Volcano, oh, where he's next to a giant fire hose valve. <laughs> I just remember the flickering light. Yeah, the only the parts neon, of that uh, the, movie that I remember because I saw it when I was really young are the flickering light, mm-hmm. and when he goes to quit his job, he cranks that valve that says "Do not touch" that was right next to his chair, and nothing happens, and he's furious. Yeah, and I thought that like even as a five-year-old or whatever I was, I thought that was like. Such a good joke. Mm-hmm. I could never get through that movie. Yeah, I didn't like the rest of it, but I loved that joke with the fire valve. Is that Tom Cruise's worst movie? Water valve, whatever. Everyone's got Tom a worst Hanks. movie. No, well, it's Tom Hanks, so uh, yeah, Tom, Tom Hanks. Cruise was total garbage in it. But he was stellar in Rain Man, if yeah. we all remember. That's right. right. That was his breakout performance, yeah, definitely. <laughs> unlike Dustin Hoffman. All right, old business. Let's get into it. Okay. <clears throat> uh, we need more continuity on this show. Something I always think about as I listen to the show, and then I realize, oh, you know, we never hold on. You listen to our shows after we do them. Well, yeah, because so we... like our download data is skewed uh-huh. by one every. Week. No, I'm talking about listening to the show during the editing, like when we oh, put okay. the final thing together. Yeah, sure. And I'm listening to it, and I'm always making mental notes. Oh, I gotta. That's a loose end. We have to get back to that. We have to follow up with that. You know, the mm-hmm. news on TV irritates me because it's it's sensationalizing and talks about something that happened, right? And then you never hear about it again. And then it's like, okay, so did did the were they ever rescued? You know, or did, did they did they live? I don't. It's yesterday's news, and now there's something else. So what I'm going to do is r- literally write down these mental notes. So. It's, tangibly written on a piece of paper in front of me and i will remember to bring it up so last week should i ever make a mistake i always uh acknowledge it and i think that's big of me it's one of the things i can say that's um i mean if i had to say some nice things about myself i would say i definitely will concede are you talking about when i said that's Medfield? not what you said, and you said. Oh no no no! Oh, okay, no, that's not what I said. First of all, when did so you, would have, you like when did to, old business come? If I have to say nice things, yeah. About would myself? you like to concede now that you were wrong last week? Well, can I? We need more continuity. Last week, I argued that this is not the only Medfield. 
And you sure did. I did. Right. I said that. So what I want to do is uh, double down and tell you there is a Medfield, and it's in Maryland. Medfield, this is from Wikipedia, which is fully cited, okay? Medfield. And, yeah, Us Magazine, go ahead. Hang on. <laughs> Medfield in Baltimore is only a neighborhood. It's not an actual town. It's like a pocket area How of do you know Baltimore. That? Because I've, I've heard this argument before. Do you want to concede now or later? Uh, well, why don't we go back? Oh, and, let him do his thing. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's, this is the only Medfield. The answer to that is no. I am correct. I stand corrected. The phrase was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this that's. Is, this is the only Medfield. Let it go. Let go. Keep going. No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Two on right. one. I love this. No, no. no. All right. I was Wh- on your look, side. Look, Wikipedia doesn't lie. Medfield is a neighborhood located in North Baltimore, Maryland, United States of America. Right, it's it is, a neighborhood. That's like saying that. No, let him go. Okay, yeah. Go it ahead. is located to the north of the trendy Hamden neighborhood and south of the affluent Roland Park neighborhood. So on and so forth. It gives other um, landmarks here. Uh, part of the Medfield was built on the grounds of the Medfield Academy, a 19th century prep school believed to have stood near 42nd Street west of Falls Road. Baltimore annexed the southern half of Medfield in 1888 and the northern half in 1918. So, before it became a Baltimore neighborhood, Michael, what was Medfield? I don't know. I zoned out halfway through that. I I suppose it was a town. Yeah. Is it a town anymore? No, but... So Medfield's the only one in the world. Is, not was ever. Medfield is... The only one the in the only world. The only town in the world. Okay, now you just changed the words. You just said. No, you said. I said last week. There's there is only one Medfield. Right. Yes, and that is correct. No, no, <laughs> you said there's only one Medfield. Oh yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah, you and said, I said there's more than one, and I just proved it. And you're telling me no, it's not a town, so it doesn't is, count. Yeah, no. There's, Actually, it's a neighborhood. Is there another Medfield? Yes, there is. It's a neighborhood in Baltimore. Okay, so Flint that is my Lock old Lane business. Is no, a town no, now, this is or what. We're moving uh, okay, on. Guys, so we don't have enough time. So We do. Because no. here's the thing. What? I got your Wi-Fi password, so I can go Google now. And when I Googled the zip code that they gave us for this, mm-hmm. 21211, it is Baltimore City County. Mm. It is Baltimore, comma, Maryland. Terrific. That's good for you. But, I mean, you go there, pull it up. There is a I Medfield, Medfield Community I Association. I just did. Midfield Community Association. So, are, hey guys, are, I lived in Charlestown. Technically, I lived in Boston. I could vote for mayor are, of Boston. Boston, please come to my there community. There are people on Concerned Citizens of Medfield that are actually living in Baltimore, and everything they're saying on on CCM oh doesn't apply to anybody. This is an outrage. Yeah, maybe we I should reach out. I think you're something, Rick. I think you're onto something. All right. Well, well that's have, my that's I my have, old. Bu- hold on. That's my old business. Uh-huh. There is more than one Medfield. Okay, right. that but is one true. is only a neighborhood. Doesn't matter. There's okay. more than one Medfield. All right, then I concede mm. to you that you are half correct. I am absolutely correct. But in that's the sense real, of that's magnanimous a of you, Mike. Town, that is magnanimous of you. In the sense of a town, Kathy and I are correct. I have some old business. Uh, my fence has been destroyed again. Good. Guys, this is not the first time Good. somebody leaving a parking lot has had their car in drive instead of reverse and driven directly into my fence and shattered it. <laughs> How hard is this? And there's at least three feet, if not four, between the front of that parking space and the fence. How 
you, like you must have stepped on the accelerator yeah. because you didn't just ease into that fence to dislodge it like that and break it into pieces. You had to like stomp on the gas, drive that three or four feet, still not have your foot on the gas, and just plow into it. Do yeah. you think though that maybe this is something against you? Like maybe I think it this is. is. Like, do you feel safe at home? I, I mean, it's it's out. It's an outrage. It's really? it's happened at least twice. What kind of fence is this? I, it's your typical standard wooden fence. Rick, why are you looking at me like that? I'm looking at you like that just in agreement that it is indeed kind of hard. You have to almost go out of your way to hit that yeah. fence and go through it. And I, I can speak to this through experience. Not that I hit it, but for the listeners, I um, after Mike had mentioned that on Facebook, I had to go to the grocery store. So what I did is I parked in the crash site with my bumper like in his front yard. And I literally had to drive like over this grass median. Thinking, yeah, I'm sure it was thinking, hard work. Wow. By like, the way, I applaud you for, for going through such great lengths to take a picture. I, I knew you'd laugh if you saw my car in the spot looking like it broke it. Did you call the police? I didn't see the no, police lock. No, I didn't call the police. You know why? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, uh, what, what, you know. Because what, there were no animals involved. Right. <laughs> what are the police going to do? It's, it's it's somebody drove into the fence. I'm going to call the police down to, excuse me, officer, I, w- I want this uh, noted. Please take out your little notebook. <laughs> <laughs> the um, a police log would say um, resident re- on, what is that street? I should know this. South. Don't. South. It's like the biggest street. Uh, resident on South Street reports car crashing through fence, ACO, Cronin notified. <laughs> no, it would say crashing through fence again again Again. yeah they did actually leave a note in the mailbox but that's not worth being in the podcast actually that's very much worth being in the podcast that's being a really good person this this is all okay now if they wrote a note uh, they wrote a note listen okay make fun of the person for being no 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 somebody really did leave a note i I actually uh, didn't i send you a photo that's our second piece of fan mail right if you want (laughs) to so uh was it but the fact still stands twice the fence has been driven into. My uh, point is, put your put your car in reverse when you're trying to back out of a space. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah. I mean, the the one. What did the note say? The one. Uh, I don't remember. The joy that I take in somebody the, tries to apologize and be accountable for their to, actions, and you are discrediting all this. It's not funny. The note's no, not I, funny. It's, I'm not saying that. No, funny. what's I'm funny is curious, that somebody's like, doing the right thing, and you're dismissive of it, but right. you can't get off of. Well, the fact that they did something wrong, on, and I'm, I'm the one that gets hung up on things all the I'm time. Just, I'm just wondering how you started note like that. Anyway, the joy that <laughs> I the joy that I take in this is how's your Tuesday? <laughs> the joy that I take in this is picturing, thinking that they're in reverse, looking over their shoulder, but <laughs> right. actually they're in drive and just plowing through the fence. Right. That's a very funny visual. I was just wondering how you begin a note like that. It was typed. Someone drove home, <laughs> typed up a note. That is to the be best like, part. I want I this. I would like this person on the show, Mike. Yeah. This is a. I want to know if there's a, a Google a, template for this. Like you know how there's all these forms mm-hmm. and stuff. They have yeah. templates for yeah. it. Like when you hit somebody's fence yeah. for the second time. <laughs> okay, here's the note. resume, cover letter. <laughs> Sorry, I hit your fence again. Here's the note. <laughs> August twentieth, two thousand twenty. Dun dun. Dear homeowner, please call me concerning the three damaged fence panels on your property. I knocked on the door, but there was no answer. I also checked the mail and saw the name Michael Page on a catalog. I called the number associated with that name and blank South Street, but the telephone was disconnected because it's not, I don't have a landline. Mm -hmm. Nobody does that anymore. 
My number is blank. Best regards, blankety blank. He didn't even say sorry? Well, it was a she. I like that you presume such a bad driver was a man, but mm-hmm. both times my fence has been taken out, it was a female. Mm-hmm. Not to call out stereotypes. That's but, okay, yeah. just as long as the listeners saw that I thought it was a man. Okay. <laughs> that is a very nice person, and I think that they are worthy of coming onto the show because all of our guests have been people that do things, that are doing something. And I think that uh, this... You guys pay attention. Whenever I'm talking, you guys just... What photos? It's not like we're scrolling social media. We are just looking at the photos. We're just staying engaged in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a, a goalpost. Yeah. <laughs> that is big. Post, those on the, that way, post that on the Facebook page, Mike. So yeah, I will. Why don't you share that with the rest of the class, Mr. Page? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm on it. <clears throat> okay. Kathy, talk to us. Okay. I have no old business, but I do have a bit I've been doing about the elderly, so I thought I would do it. <laughs> what do you guys think? Well, actually, what I'll do is I'll do my... Um, Depends. Sm- oh, that's good. <laughs> Stop upstaging me, Mike. Yeah, yeah good luck following that one. <laughs> um, what Rick had neglected to tell everybody is that I brought snack cakes because I am a good person. Um, and as I mentioned in the last podcast is that I like to... Hmm, I can't have them. They, they're too much on my Weight Watcher points. But anyway, I... Um, like to use snack cakes and put them with situations. And here's a situation I have for the snack cake. This is... Um, what a, is this thing? It is a white fudge ding-dong, which mm. isn't a normal one. You know, ding-dongs are usually um, chocolate-covered, right? They're good, yes? I love the ding-dongs. Okay, this is not how this is supposed to go. So the situation for this is <laughs> when you have a friend who calls her ex, her ex, a former lover, but... What she really is saying that she likes to sleep with the elderly. It didn't come off really good because I read it. And like when you're doing comedy, you got to just feel it and you got to be in it. Mm-hmm. And these guys decided that they're going to upstage all of this, all this prep work that Kathy did. She went to Walmart. She pureled the cart. She went. Can I have a second one. She went to the aisle off produce. Don't mind if I do. Scoured here. Scoured the uh, aisle, mm. found these, and thought this would be nice. So good. This I don't would know be what nice. you were thinking. Um, this is dinner. Let's actually. just edit this part out because where I'm do not these fall on your homeland security level? Oh, good question, Mike. So problems? Mike, Mike asked me um, two weeks ago, which I thought was a very good question about like the level. Um, this is more halfway through. This is one of those mm. things that uh, you know when somebody gets on your nerve, that that nerve. It doesn't matter. You could be in the best mood, but they get that nerve, whether they like eat, like they breathe while they're eating, you know, through their nose, or I don't have really good examples. Let's just edit this part out. I'm not feeling it. You want to try it again? No. Now, when you say <laughs> edit it out, do you mean um, keep I it I know in? you're not going to edit it out. Yeah. Because I said edit it out. Actually, I kind of feel like a jerk, and we owe you one, Kathy, because... Um, as a professional stand-up comic who puts a lot of work into her craft. Nope. Yes. You came onto this show prepared as always. You bring some stuff with you. You want to work it out. You've got the, the forum for it. Here you go. And then Mike and I just sabotaged that whole segment for you. Yeah, once I had a hostess. It is kind of, it is kind of your fault, though. Oh, I mean, was it a white hey guys, fudge? Hey, guys, let me give you these awesome hostess cakes. In the loudest rapper yeah. ever. While I tell you this joke, and I, I'm like, Wait you had minute, me a first, Rick, cake. You, you started by, I think, apologizing to me or trying to, trying to like, 
help me? And then you turn, you turn like real fast. What did the sugar kick in or something? You turn real fast on me. I so just, let me ask I'm Kathy. Feeling it tonight, Kathy. Why? Why did that <laughs> joke not work? Um, because it didn't have the information you needed in the setup. Because, what was missing? Well, so you're landing on that she likes to sleep with the elderly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and I didn't say I said former lover instead of old lover. What I what I should have said is, mm-hmm. you know, when you have that friend who always talks about her ex as an old lover, but what she's really saying is that she just likes to sleep with the elderly. That's how it should have gone. All right, now, Kathy, do you feel better now that we worked this out? I actually, I actually do. I actually do feel better because I always like when I'm chasing a joke and I'm like, I don't know why this isn't working. I don't know why it's not working. And the reason is that I didn't put in old because the keyword is old and elderly, and mm-hmm. I just didn't connect it. Guys, we have oh. so much show to do here. I'm going to move on. New business. All right, this is over to you, Mike. How's the mascot initiative coming along? Um, well, I started sketching out my um, vision, so I need to get it kind of cleaned up and finalized as a vector file, get it printed up, start a petition or something. I want to support your Medfield Milliners logo. Thanks, Rick. And you never did mention it by name, the mascot proposal by right, you. Right, I'm sorry. Is Medfield, Medfield Milliners. Milliners, which I've endorsed. I think it's a great idea. This is good. You're, good. You're doing great. I like this. What I'm doing <laughs> is I'm having a point and I'm giving it. Now I want to endorse it with some more continuity, which you might recall was something I brought up in old business just moments ago. There are more than one high school. No. That goes by Warriors. Do you want to guess? Oh, I thought you were going to say that goes by the Milliners. No. Oh, okay. All right, go ahead. I'm all ears Do you want to guess how many high schools in Massachusetts? In Massachusetts? okay. Um, I wish I knew how many high schools there are, but I'm going um, to say- I can tell you there are about 350. Okay, then I'm going to say there are at least 27. I was going to say 15. Okay, now name them. It's probably more than No, that. we can't name them. That was a joke, Kathy. Oh. Okay, lighten up. I'm going to name them for you. The Seekonk Warriors. The Medfield Warriors. The Tantasqua Regional High School Warriors. The Dalton High School Warriors. The Wakefield Warriors. The Wayland Warriors. The Blue Hills Regional Tech School Warriors. Canton High School Warriors. Foxborough Warriors. King Philip Regional High School Warriors. Mohawk Trail Regional High School Warriors. That's 11. And remember, I estimated there's probably 500 high schools in the United States of America with the... Oh, easily, yeah. 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 Well, if you look at Massachusetts, just one of 50 states with 11, Yeah. True, that's on true. par for 550 states. So I was pretty... 550 schools with that. Yeah. With an estimate, just using this sample. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. What else we got? It's, over, it's your turn. New business. Look at the sheet. It's my turn. Mike's Doodle Club. Um, yeah, so I got a text the other day that the Mike Page Doodle Club is now has now been picked up by a local access channel in Texas. So that's, that's awesome. Pretty cool. Okay. Slowly taking over the local airwaves. So how many is that now, Mike? I don't know. I Last I had heard from Brett, it was Maine down through North Carolina, and that was wow. when he was on. When was that? Like episode three, I think? Right. But now ago. it's out to Texas. Um, and he he uh, told me the other day he wants to try to get it um, sponsored. Uh, and the first company that he reached out to is Crayola, which I'm really excited about. Uh, I would be over the moon if Crayola, if I could say, like, I'm officially sponsored by Crayola. I think that would be the greatest thing ever. Mm. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, especially because you actually do like their products. I love their products. There's so much stuff that you can do. Uh, like, everybody thinks you need really expensive 
art supplies? No, you don't. Get some printer paper, mm-hmm. grab your Crayola markers, Crayola crayons, try lightly coloring with the crayons and layering up a bunch of colors. It's way different than if you're just mashing the crayon into the paper. Uh, there's Crayola super tips. You can, I don't want to give away all my secrets with that, but there's all kinds of stuff that you can do with Crayola super tips that are not not using them as markers that are like, I would love to teach people how to do that. Okay. But those are secrets. Would you reveal those secrets? If you were given these things? Yes. If I, if they were sponsoring me, I would be happy to give away my secret with their Crayola super tips that previously has only been given away um, to camp students that I've had. I think that's great. Like this is where, you know, it's this skill and tool thing where a lot of people think, Oh, I need to put all this money into the, tool of it when when you can learn the skill of it um you can go further with the funny thing is i have a lot of like really expensive paints and stuff i never use them it's not my go-to like i Mm -hmm. like i like the less expensive stuff that's like real vibrant colors and that's awesome i hope this happens i hope so too you know i think just putting it on the universe and to our listeners you you never know somebody like somebody might know someone or something you know well mike i mean this is a podcast you get take the clip of what you just said moments ago and send it to send it Crayola to Crayola. Cray- Crayon yeah. mm-hmm. Company. So yeah, Mr. Would, Crayola, that'd be so I would exciting. like you to hear this and like, glowing review of your products. Is cool. I was going to say, I grew up in eastern Pennsylvania, so in second grade we went on a field trip to the Crayola factory, mm-hmm. and I remember standing next to this giant vat of melted red wax. I was in between like the red crayons being made and the yellow crayons being made. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And they don't give the full tour anymore. And my girlfriend, Allie says it's my fault because during the, I was telling her about this tour and the rest of the class like moved on to the other room and I stayed behind next to that vat. And like somebody that worked there had to come along and like scoot me along and be like, Hey buddy, keep yeah. up with keep up with your friends. And I was like, look at all this hot wax. That's, funny. <laughs> That's awesome. It right. smells amazing there too. I bet. All right. Well, Mike, thanks for good luck. Um, thanks sharing that update. I'll tell you what, I don't want Pizza Hut would be the worst. Mike sponsor. did it again. I tried to wrap something up. <laughs> good luck, and thanks for keeping us posted. As always, we're trying to promote you as the next Mister Rogers. And this is thanks. Good news. Yeah, I think this is. A, I agree with you, Rick. Thank I really you, like Kathy. That vision. Okay, so my new business is it's kind of exciting because I feel like I'm really pulling my weight here now is that I got us a new sponsor. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, isn't this like, this is like episode 11 or something, right? Where were you like 11 weeks ago? I wasn't we were getting sponsors. The, I right, wasn't even part of the podcast. True, weeks true. Ago. But you did come on. Like, back to the good news. Who is the new sponsor? The yeah. Comedy Studio. No way. There you go. Wow. Right. right. Okay. Now, as somebody, a wannabe comic such as myself and the pro such as Kathy knows the comedy studio is where it's at. That's where you get right. your work in. That's where you try stuff out. Yep. They just That's started doing you, their online you, shows on the weekend. Oh. They have a school now. They're super excited about this. The guy who runs it, Rick Jenkins, is a staple of yes. Boston comedy. Right, right. So how did this happen? This is great. Well, I asked him because okay. I thought that's what we were all supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, I know I was on his show last night and then uh, we were talking this morning and, you know, we're doing classes together. And so we just talked about, um, you know, this would be, they're actually advertising on like Samantha B and other podcasts like that. And I said, what about small town scuttlebutt? 
And he's like, is that a real thing? I'm like, yep, it's a real thing. Is I that a real lying. thing? <laughs> sure I like that anytime people hear the name of this show, they question, is that real? Yeah, is it real? Yeah, yeah. And then they then they think about it. Like, yeah, that's that's probably a real thing they're doing. So, yeah. What I'd be interested right. in, right now, Rick Jenkins of Comedy Studio is very smart to take advantage of the $1 buy-in on mm-hmm. season one's advertising. Um, that's going to have to change, though, in season two. I'd be interested in... Maybe you could talk to him about getting a rate card from Samantha B's podcast people. Like, what are you charging? Because we have over 2,000 downloads now. That's got to be worth something. I guess I would just say. A couple bucks. I don't know. I mean, we have other advertisers on here, and I don't want to name names. Rosie's Lemonade and everything. Um, Everything's like Right. Like, isn't everybody's rate the same? I tripped on Rosie's Everything Stand on my way in tonight because <laughs> she left it in the middle of the yeah. walk. Yeah. And I considered suing for negligence because I know she made a ton of money at Hospital <laughs> Hill. Right. But I thought I'd be nice. Yeah. I thought you were going to say she you tripped to... on the words when you were recording. <laughs> oh, that would have been way better. <laughs> well, that has been a great um, project-based lesson that just keeps going on. That We've learned shop class, you know. Construction, carpentry, there's math so, involved. Going back a couple business weeks. classes. Nepotism, your dad's business. You can just uh, like advertise on there. What Rick's really saying is he fully supports distance learning. <laughs> yeah. He's gotten so much out of this. Right. Charlie learned about the frogs. Yeah. Charlie got, okay, Charlie drops out of kindergarten and then joins uh, Super Dad's homeschool. And he's, he knows all about amphibians and Super things now. Super Dad's homeschool. Yeah, that's what I do. What kind of marketing genius thought of that? If, if if I put something out right now saying Super Dad's homeschool, it's just a mini pod. I'll take eight kids between first and fourth grade from eight to noon in my garage, which has been um, accommodated which into a classroom. Which currently has a miter saw. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, we removed the tools. And okay. a hazmat suit. But think of a two-car garage that could be easily converted into a nice, comfortable classroom. Mm-hmm. If I offered that, I guarantee you the phone would be ringing off the hook. I would have 100 people inquiring about that. Also, DSS would be inquiring about this. No, they wouldn't. You have I'd... no heat there. There's no heat. Yeah, well, guess what? It's August. Hey there, landlubber. This is Captain Samuel Flint of the Schooner Nefarious. Anytime I'm anchored in the Boston area, I always make sure to stop by Park Street Books. They got books at my level. Now, I happen to be up to an age six to eight level now, thanks to my friend Jim and his care in helping me make just the right selection every time. I also like to do some pottery while I'm there because it's very calming. Really helps me relieve my stress. You know, in in a manly way, relieve my stress. Uh, anyway, uh, Park Street Books. Stop by, tell Jim the captain sent you 504 Main Street, Medfield. Hey guys, last week Mario from Mario's Lawn Care was in with us. He was a guest. What did he tell you? He said, don't worry about your dry lawn. The rains are coming. And by golly, what happened all weekend long? What ruined my daughter's first communion party five times over? Torrential rain pours. And then what happened all day yesterday? Another torrential rain pour. He nailed it. He nailed it, guys. We got the rain. He is more consistent than a meteorologist, and he doesn't even do meteorology. He's a damn landscaper. But the guy could do anything. He's that good. He's Mario, 
And he's the owner of Mario's Lawn Care, and I think you should give him a ring. Are your friends always saying, you should do stand-up? Or maybe just the voices in your head? Either way, good news. The Comedy Studio is launching its very own comedy school. That's right. Austin's most iconic comedy club is now offering introductory stand-up classes. And you have the opportunity to learn from the same place at some powerhouse comics like Eugene Merman, Sam Jay, and Gary Goldman got their start. These classes are completely online. You get to take part no matter where you live. It should be noted that these courses are unlike any other remote comedy classes. Remote co- the comedy studio is committed to providing each student with individualized instruction in order to hone their unique comedic voice regardless of level. Whether you're interested in stand-up, Potential career, or just want to one up your roommate who's really good at ceramics, <laughs> the comedy studio is a place for you. Uh, check out their classes at www.thecomedystudio.com. Hey, we're back and we have our guests here. Pretty excited to have these two characters in here with us because everybody indirectly knows them. It's Bash, Armony, and Shay Weiss. Did I say his name right? No. You said my name wrong. You said his name right. Yeah. How do you say your name? Uh, Bashir Armani. Yeah, I said no. Bash Armani. Said Bash. Uh, Bash Army. I'm not like like one of the reindeer. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Bash. That, that's what people call you. Short. Bash. Bash. Yeah. Bash. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. But his parents are watching, and they, you know, listening. They're not watching. The- yeah, my grandma's watching this. She <laughs> she tunes in after uh, BBC Radio every Sunday. There you go. There you go. Okay. Well, first of all, you're correct to me on referring to you as Bosch, but that is your name. We cleared that up. Legally, yes. <laughs> Bash Armony. <laughs> Armony. Okay. And Shay Wise. Yes, sir. And they are the Starbucks baristas nice. that are also uh, Medfield grads. You guys are the younger folks. So, how old are you guys now? Um, twenty. That was a tough question. They get they get harder. <laughs> so get ready. I'm I'm twenty one. He's twenty. Okay, you're working. You're going to college. Where do you go to school, Bosch? Uh, we both go to UMass. Oh, Amherst. you both go to UMass yeah. Amherst, and you were up at UMaine. Yeah. And you transferred. And did you transfer as well, or were you always? Plymouth. Oh, from Plymouth. Okay, yeah. so interesting. And do you guys live together or anything like that? We were going to. Uh, we definitely we had a room together. We were uh, roommates mm-hmm. um, until you know COVID hit, and then everything they just sent everyone home. So okay, didn't get to. Cool. Well, what is the plan um, at UMass? Are you guys going back after the new year or what? Honestly, I don't. I mean, I plan to like go, like you know, like to visit. Um, I still have like friends over there and whatnot. Um, and I mean, we're doing online school. I mean, mm-hmm. that's all we really can do. Um, UMass even sent everyone home. So if you have off campus, you're fine. But if you're, you know, on campus, you, you're out of luck. So you guys are missing out on so much fun right now. How long have you guys worked at Starbucks? I've been there for four years. And I've been there for five. We're like, and I kid you not, like I started August 16th of 2016 and he started August 15th of 2015. Yeah. And yeah, th- yeah this guy didn't remember how old he is. Right? Yeah, like, you were there when they opened, four- weren't you? Uh, no, I wasn't. 2013. They, oh, okay. Yeah, 2013, I think. Okay. After the... 2013? Another show that long? All right, can we get into the fun questions that people are listening for? Yeah. Like when they read the description for this podcast and they saw Bosch and Shay on here, they're like, oh, they've got dirt. I bet they know stuff, right? Did you guys prepare questions for the interview? Yeah. No, I like you asking the questions and then I just ask follow-ups based on 
where the conversation's going. Yeah. Okay, so just ride my coattails, Mike. Here we go. That's you ready? What I usually do. <laughs> I correct you as I see fit. Go ahead. <laughs> Kathy. Yeah. Do you have any questions? Yeah. Oh, did you write them down? No, they're in my head. Okay. Well, <clears throat> guys, I did my homework here. I'd like to know, first of all, first and foremost, this is a criticism. I don't like your COVID security. I think it's pretentious and I think it's um, a little insulting. And I feel like we're being divided between you, the almighty Starbucks corporate <laughs> employees, and us little uncleansed masses because you make me go through a gauntlet of ropes and pylons and parking lot waiting, standing room only stations. I'm outside and you make me wear the mask still. This is unreal. We're, we're, we're doing like... A favor because you know i the vitamin d yeah. you know gives you increased immunity Thank to you. the coronavirus uh -huh. so you know we're strengthening the town this is good and okay. caffeinating the town so they can go earn money get our economy back you know all of this i like these guests first of all you yeah. didn't even ask a question you just just shouting accusations security by you mean like our corral outside yeah the like, corral that's a great like, great term for it mike once called it a ropes course i like that too. I, yeah i think it looks like uh you're going to the ski lift yeah mm. what makes you guys better than everybody else at blue moon <laughs> at dunkin donuts at these other places i can go in i can go out you guys, you're not coming into my house. We can get it out way faster than for sure. And probably okay. more accurate too. All right. Well, Put money on that. Okay. I have a follow-up. <laughs> Unrelated. Moving on. Okay. You work in the restaurant biz. Okay. I know the restaurant biz to be a very incestuous place. Who's hooking up with who at Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> Kathy's looking at me like this was an off-the-wall question. If I listen to Small Town Scuttlebutt, I want the scuttlebutt. You are misreading listen. my face. This, I did not think this was an off-the-wall question. I can't believe you even wrote that question down. <laughs> That's your third question. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one's hooking up with anyone okay. to answer that. Um, there have been past relationships, mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't anything like... I would say too serious. Yeah. Okay. Is it like Vanderpump Rules? Have you ever watched Bravo's Vanderpump Rules, where yeah, all the pretty people date each other? No, definitely okay. not. Definitely not. Well, what would Shay know that. about that? I don't know. It's Just, a popular show. Uh, yeah. What's Bravo? Bravo yeah. is like yeah. mainlining for middle-aged women <laughs> to watch <laughs> franchises like Real Housewives. Yeah, you didn't yeah, know that. What happened that, to Hallmark? It's weird that neither of these <laughs> we guys do that too. We do that too. You guys, are, I like your tempo here. You guys, this is good. <laughs> okay, so um, if there's no hooking up internally, you guys, you look so cool up there with your green aprons, right? Sometimes just, red during just, the seasons. Just shot calling, like, Jessica, venti, soy latte. We actually don't call them names anymore. Why not? Oh, you don't? Why? <laughs> no, we do. I'm sorry. Oh. Not on the oh, cafe, no. at least. Okay. I'm just curious about it because it is by name now. Yeah. It's just. It is one of the number one um, jokes that new comedians do about getting their name wrong on a Starbucks cup. Oh, yeah. And I could tell you right now, that is totally not on purpose i mean sometimes on purpose to you know have fun yeah. but sometimes you know you can't you, you just hear like sean real quick or you think it's john like mm -hmm. it's sometimes you really screw it up and it's bad <laughs> one of my favorite memes that i ever saw it was a photo of a starbucks cup and it said kark c-a-r-k and it said i told the guy my name was mark with a c <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so good oh we'll do that too it'll be yeah. like my name's like Kathy with a C, so we'll write out Kathy with a K, yeah. and then write like the words with a C. With a C. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's that. good. 
Starbucks humor. I like it. <clears throat> okay, so you guys are up there. You're getting drinks. You're firing on all cylinders. You're not making mistakes. Everyone's happy. You get some repeat customers. You start getting chummy with some people, right? I mean, we're buddies. How many times have you been asked out by the patrons at Starbucks? I mean, you guys must Specifically be. Rick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> asked out? Asked out? Like, yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, like explain. Like, asked out? Like, on do, a do date? People go, do people go out anymore? You're a different anymore? generation now. Uh, uh, no, generation. I'm, no I'm, I'm just asking. Hey, like, Shay, you want to hook up? Like, customer? <laughs> Shay, you want to hook up? Is that what they say? Coworker. Yes. Customers? That's right, yeah. That's a little weird, don't you think? Thank you. I mean, I wouldn't, say. wouldn't you? Why is that weird? You. Why Push would, back. Why would, why would anyone do that? Why would anyone walk up to a random person and go, hey, you want to hook up? Mid They're not random. Mid-shift? They she are random. <laughs> Shay, she's not random. She you comes up got, every day and orders the... Yeah, what if I don't like her? You never got the old, what time do you get off? Yeah. Oh, oh, I wish. <clears throat> no, I will say, I've, I've seen a number of times I've been in Starbucks and I'll see... People just shamelessly flirting with with the baristas, and I'm like, "Wow, what? Like, what's going on?" Is there a type? Mostly is there the a old type? guys with the girls. I was gonna say, Most well, yes. the reason why I'm asking oh, this is you oh. definitely see, uh, and they're just being really friendly and stuff, I guess. But it's yeah, it is a weird a, thing. No. I mean, it's, it's a thin border. There's a lot of um, girls in the workplace that do complain about that, a, oh, and, really? it's, and it's and it's and it's a trend of older men. Um, and you know it, it's this is a generation of you know where they call them gorgeous or beautiful and yeah. whatnot. Um, but it got to a point where you know people were calling them yummy or they were calling them like delicious. Are you kidding me? Like yeah, it, like some some people really get to that point. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's dealt with sharply though. Yeah, yeah. it really. Do, how do you yeah. how do you deal with that if you're working sharply? Bashi pulls out a knife. Yeah. From <laughs> yeah. <laughs> most girls usually like are like you know they're pretty professional about it um they you know do it in the most polite manner like what's the handbook say to do i mean there must be protocol i don't know I, I mean, like, what do the girls I, do what would you do like the girls kind of like they just kind of like oh like you know they just haha like they laugh it off but they're going to back and they'll complain about it like, yeah just, well, like, it gets annoying it. i guess yeah, no, no it absolutely it's more, does. Than, it's a more than annoying like this is exactly like what you know when everyone talks about and i don't mean to like get into like this stuff i like how sensitive the two of you are about this, but this is exactly what like this whole me too thing is about. It just is, it's just a commonplace thing that women deal with all the time that, that, that these kinds of things happen. I remember growing up and I was worked at the stock exchange and I always thought like, well, it's cause they don't have a backbone and like these kinds of things happen. The things that men would say is it's just, it, it takes you back and mm -hmm. you hear it so much that you don't even know like, what's appropriate and what's not appropriate and what people are doing it instantly and what people are doing it like intentionally. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel for them. And it is very different. Like as a guy, I mean, that fan letter last week, somebody called me a doll. Nobody's ever called me yummy. Like what? <laughs> right. But right. I bet it comes from the same era I generation. I mean. But it's not, I a comp but it's not a compliment. But okay, but I'm I think it's with that compliment. era, right? they see that era is obsolete. They're old. They, they're old school. They came up a certain way. They see a girl in an apron making stuff for them, and they're like, oh, hey, oh, hey, beautiful. Uh, you're, you look pretty yummy today. You're delicious. What if you called her a doll? Would that be bad? Yeah. it's That's not appropriate. But what about the woman right, last week that wrote you? Were you appropriate. No, it wasn't when she called you a no, doll? No, no, no. In the, in the letter, fine, whatever. Okay. Like, that's but, okay. But as a, as a guy speaking <laughs> to somebody that's like, in a in a service position, making you like, shut up. What yeah. what are you doing? Don't be just, a creep. Just call me sir. Here's uh, a great question that I wrote down. 
I don't think my co-hosts did. I don't want to step on your toes, guys, with your questions that you prepared. That's cool. um, You guys have good memory, yeah. Tell us about your worst customer experience. Um, Man, that is a good question. I can give you a a recent customer experience. Um, No names are involved, but there was a lady. Her kid was wearing a mask, um, but she did not have a mask on. Um, And, you know, our protocol is if you're in the store, you have to wear a mask. She uh, she came in and I instantly stopped her and I said, Miss, I said, if you're going to be in here, I'm going to need you to wear a mask. Um, and I said it in the most polite manner way. Um, and, you know, she put on her mask um, and she was complaining about this drink. She tried to give it to me. And protocol is we can't take drinks back because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and as she was trying to give it to me, I was like, oh, Miss, like, I can't take this back. I was like, you know, um, because of COVID. And she tried to do it twice. And after the second time, she, you know, screamed, relax. Um you need to calm down. You're being weird. Um, just, <laughs> you just, t- just like that is so Medfield. <laughs> that is, but I this this feeds into that whole Starbucks at 10 a.m. Medfield mom. Not much going on today. I don't think today, it's just a Medfield thing, but, but I do I'm wearing yoga mean. pants and makeup and carpe diem. You know. You're being weird. What the? What is up with you? So, okay, so you know, my store manager came around and you know. Uh, quietly said you want me to deal with this i was like yeah of course um and they talked she got a new drink and she went on her way but you know we talked about it for like ever and it's still a thing now but um it was kind of a moment where it was like wow like i can't believe people actually believe that way like Mm -hmm. people actually think that they can go into a store in this you know global pandemic and not be cautious about what's going on right and i'll give the benefit of the doubt maybe she was having a bad day but i'm also going to add that doesn't give you the right to treat somebody like that. Like, come on. Especially Every, for your right. kid. Everybody has a okay. bad day. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to deal with things they don't want to deal with. <laughs> Try to handle yourself professionally when you're out in the real world. I, I don't think, know, but I think it's like, a, it's exactly what's happening today. So this woman went in with her kid. You're somebody's kid too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? And so like, we don't think like that. Like She's we have to not, think about though. other people. So tell us what what's up with your worst. This wasn't uh, in Medfield. This was in one of the neighboring stores. So eventually, this one guy walks up to me and he like looks me down. He's like kind of this like construction like looking guy. Mm-hmm. He's got this big tough. Yeah. I have a chair. Have a chair. Like attitude. Mm-hmm. Like he takes the lid off of his. Wait. Drink. Wait. Wait. His big, I have a chair attitude. Borat? You watch Borat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I missed that reference. <laughs> I'm glad you caught it, though. This is excellent. He, like, I was like, I need an explanation here. And he's the, painting a picture. Go. The lid off of his coffee dumps a little bit in the <sighs> sink. This this was pre-COVID. This is before yeah, yeah. we had, you know, the giant-ass riot shields in the store. <laughs> yeah. You know, in every store protecting this, that, whatever. He takes it. Sticks his entire... This is a hot coffee. Sticks his entire hand inside <laughs> of the coffee. He goes, you see this? I shouldn't be able to feel my hand. The coffee should be hot. And then he sticks the cup over. He's like, you should stick your hand inside of my coffee to feel like how cold the coffee was you gave me. Like I'm at this like new store. I didn't know like, no, like thanks. what the I'll hell take it your was. word for it. The Yelp review. Like this is Yeah, <laughs> like just just rag on us like normal Yelp. Can you imagine though being so angry about the temperature of your coffee that to demonstrate you put your hand like Who's actually, who's actually winning this right now? You for being able to prove that point, or Bashi for being able to laugh at you as I the idiot lo- that stuck his hand into coffee? Now what? Now he's got to go wash his hands. I love people who feel like their job on this earth is to teach other people lessons. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do? So I just like, I just kind of like stared at him for like 
at least about 10 seconds <laughs> thinking what to do. I was, I debated putting my hand inside of the coffee just for the fun. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know what this guy has. This guy could have like syphilis. Like, you should have put your hand in it and then screamed like it was absolutely. What kind of monster are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, do crazy. you guys have favorite slash least favorite drink orders? Like, what, what's the order that you're, uh, well, I imagine like coffee, you're probably like, oh, sweet. But what's the drink order that angers you when, when you see it? So um, it's usually a mix of things. It's not like necessarily like one drink. Um, it's sometimes it's like one drink that's specifically 1% milk. Or it's like um, like some sometimes people order like one-third decaf, but we can't do one-third decaf because it's only like two shots. We can go yeah. half-caf. This is Medfield. <laughs> like, How precise <laughs> We don't need the math. Uh, I kid you not. I, I, I want to know the most ridiculous coffee. I mean, continue, so, but... One third. Like, that is such a. Pre you are annoying. You and, I, and, and, it's oh, a, and it's annoying because I'm a terrible person. I don't know why Starbucks even <laughs> does it. Because Starbucks should, like, you know, be like, you can't do this because, you know, it's impossible, basically, but yeah, it still annoying. happens. I think one of the uh, most annoying orders I had in um, it was this lady from way back um, two years ago, probably. Um, she had, she would always get this tall drink. Um, it was a Java chip, but it was decaf. It was 1% milk. We don't have 1% milk. We have non-fat and we have 2%. So if we want to make 1% milk, we have to mix the two milks. Um, I have a solution for that. What's that? Okay. Get a paper and a, a pen. Just simply go across the street to Brothers and buy <laughs> some 1% milk. Get a paper and a pen. They won't let us. Okay. You have to take this up. So this the is decaf too. This this it's drink like decaf. is decaf. It's like decaf, and it's and it's like one percent milk. It was like double blended. It was like no whipped cream. I love. It was I don't like, even know what double blended it, means. It's d double blended. What, what, what else would it mean? Once is fine. Uh, well, <laughs> you, like, you press like, the button twice. Like, this they're is they're right. just messing with you. <laughs> no, this yeah. is they're trolling you. Listen, yeah. listen. A very popular drink in Medfield is a venti hot chai, non-fat, no foam, no water. Whoa, whoa, we'll definitely get canceled. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? What? We just defended like half of the town <laughs> by <laughs> ragging on chai. <laughs> That's okay. We're they want and, and, and you know what it is, and it's and it's 180 degrees. Yeah, it's a specific temperature. Oh, so this yeah, is that's a right. well, thing. Yeah, this is black tea. Black tea is steeped at one. It's supposed to like a white tea, which would be like one. Well, like we have like a manual setting on our um on our steamer, so it's absolutely doable. But mm -hmm. it's like you know you look at you look at the sticker and it's like a paragraph of like yeah, what you have to do. There's instructions. There's right? instructions of what you have to do. And we usually see it like now it's like you take a glance at it and you're like, all right, I know what to do. Yeah. But like you know at the beginning stages, it's like, oh my god. Or you just look so at the name. You're huh? like, yeah, I know what to do. I'm yeah, winging this one. Yeah, yeah. I'll never yeah. Know, this is improv for coffee. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yeah. Now, this might not be a thing anymore, but do you remember when they had the secret menu? Oh, it's still a thing. It's still yeah, a thing? Yeah, you look up secret menu. It's like organized now. It's like... Is that a thing, though? Is it It's a not really a thing. Like, it's, it's not... Like, we don't have, like, a secret menu in the back. Like, we're looking, like, you. of what everything's going on. It's just, like, people, like, find these drinks and, you know, they just make the order. Like, it's that complicated order you look at and it's like, oh, my God, like, this is so many words. But it's like people find it and then they go into the mobile order and they adjust every single setting and they make sure they get that secret drink. Kathy doesn't read uh, Glamour magazine because if she did... She'd see this article. Starbucks secret menu is real. The forty-one best things to order. It's Written always it's like the secret menu when you look at it. It's some like some twelve-year-old girl who like hasn't been to Starbucks <laughs> in like three years. It's a bunch of ingredients we don't have. Okay. okay. Well, to that point, the number one is a blackberry cobbler frappuccino, which is vanilla bean, 
Oh, no, it's white mocha syrup, two pumps for venti, one and a half for grande, and one pump for tall. Blackberries, that's all. Uh, see, he doesn't just okay. say bash, he says grandy, too. I like that. <laughs> okay, so uh, here's an important question that needs to be answered. And Are all of them important? Yeah, they all are, but, <laughs> but for different reasons. This one is probably a quality of life question because you're, you're getting docked a few points for your um, daycare after-school program that you provide for Montrose School oh my God. from the average average time of like one thirty to like 4 before parents can come get them. You mean during my lunch break. It's yeah. always during my lunch break at um, work. Oh, and I'm what, like, what's ah. the, now, does the company line on 40 girls drinking sugary drinks and hogging up all your tables and not leaving for four hours so um, now the tables are all clear and they're not even there anymore that's so right. but that table. makes their bottom line though that's the slowest part of the day correct for, well for most towns not here not for stay-at-home dads kathy okay <laughs> three o'clock is an ideal time for a pick-me-up at starbucks you wouldn't know because you're not a stay-at-home dad but, I'm I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm an out-of-work stay-at-home mom. What are you talking about? I know exactly stay at home. what this is. I go to Starbucks, and there's just a bunch of little girls walking around with their little pink drinks. I have a suggestion for that 3 o'clock trip you want to make. Yes, sir. Uh, don't go at 3 o'clock. What, that's trip? what I was going to recommend. What's the um, oh, time? I know what you're going to say. You're going to say that's when you change your coffees, right? I'm getting the Yeah, worst. that's when we change So for coffees. four years, pal, you've been... Seeing me come in at three, yeah, yeah, and not once you thought, dude, if you just came in at three ten, yeah, what is, what is <laughs> the perfect time to go to Starbucks? Like if you perfect just time to go to Starbucks, yeah, twelve o'clock, um, right at noon, no one's ever there. Twelve to like one, maybe even two. Really, it's very slow. It, it dies down because ten o'clock, eight eight to ten is when people are like on their way to wherever they need to go okay. or work, whatever it is. Um, right after that, it slows down. No one like comes in. We get like the smallest orders at like twelve o'clock. Um, but even, and then it picks back up when like school's out, um, you get the kid rush. And then after that, it's kind of like it's dicey throughout the day. Ultimately, this is all pre COVID of course. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys actually would be a couple of weeks ago. I talked about how, um, half days, which are probably oh, like oh, your so personal hell, yeah, your oh, personal hell. So right? Um, <laughs> I have a theory that like, if you were a middle school kid and you were going to commit a murder, the best time to do it is during the half day because everybody looks the same. North Face jacket, Lands End backpack, right? Uggs and leggings. Uggs and leggings, right. And so vines. <laughs> yes. Thank you. You describe them, that's every single kid in Medfield. They were white. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. another. No, they would search <laughs> for longer. my segments. Yeah. <laughs> so are you... Are you planning anything? Are no, you, no, no. I was just. You, I, no, I, 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 she should be on a list. I shouldn't have said it like what I should say is like if they if like you're ever looking for a kid if you're looking for your kid in a half day don't go uptown because everybody looks the same. No, and everybody. I keep on, it's not even Starbucks still. Like it's like the whole town like Cumbies, Dunkins, Cookie Cutter, and yeah. it's like it's crazy. It's like CVS for some reason. Like why are all the kids at CVS? Like what is what is there at CVS? But like, they're all dressed the same, right? If you oh, look at absolutely. the back of them, it's just a sea of like lands and. And um, backpacks, and if they weren't monogrammed, you'd be like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're all the same height. They're all like, yeah, I agree. Thank you, guys. That was the interview portion of this program. Okay, this seems like a good place to stop. We're going to take a break, and then uh, when we come back, we will start part two of this episode. I hope you stay with us.